Welcome to Beyond Meditation Podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Jazzy. We started this podcast to share new ways to quiet the mind, get in touch with who you really are, and find alignment with purpose. We are here to empower you with our stories, tools, and knowledge. So grab some tea, bring your journal, and let's go go Beyond beyond meditation. Meditation. Welcome to Beyond Meditation. Today, we wanted to welcome you to our podcast and share a little bit about ourselves as well, a little bit about the topics we want to cover in our podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Jazzy. And we are friends, of course. Uh, We actually met... Gosh, I think we met in like 2016, technically, and it's 2021 now. Yeah, and it has been a whirlwind. We actually met through Anna's husband. We used to work together, and um, we used to go to happy hours together, and uh, we were just acquaintances. We would see each other here and there, not really hang out, and incidentally, uh, ended up in the Bahamas together. <laughs> we did. <laughs> and last year, um, Alex and I were just uh, texting back and forth. I think he, we were just uh, catching up and I was telling him how I had started doing Reiki and I started my own business. And incidentally, he said that Anna was also interested in Reiki and how she had started doing um, receiving Reiki and all this awesome thing. So here we are today um, in 2022 launching our podcast together because we have been on this journey of self-discovery and while Anna and I have been doing it on our own, we have also come together and have supported each other in so many ways um, that um, it has really helped us and empowered us to see that we are not alone on this journey. Um, Beyond Meditation, you know, is all about finding alignment and uh, a lot of us oftentimes feel like we need something more than getting up every day and doing the daily grind and doing the nine to five and getting the kids ready and going to school and whatever the case may be, whatever your case may be doing it over and over again and doing whatever society has said we should be doing. Um, Something inside us has told us that there is something so much more out there. And a lot of times we think, oh, let let me try meditation. Yeah, absolutely. As someone who actually tried to start meditating probably in 2019, And I was completely lost and I didn't know what I was doing. Um, And I sort of gave up for a little while. So I just think back to that time and I think back to um, starting this journey. um, And um, now I feel like I have the ability to meditate. And so being able to bring about how to meditate um, and everything else that goes along with it. You know, I feel like meditation is just... A drop in the ocean as far as um, comes to like healing uh, modalities, spiritual modalities, you know, you name it, anything outside of um, the typical things that we talk about. Absolutely. For me, I am someone whose mind just races. And um, I used to be someone that was always anxious. I was a clencher. Um, meaning I was always um, in this uncomfortable, very clenching, my my whole body was always clenching type of, um, uh, I guess you can say state. And uh, it was very hard for me to meditate, for me to just sit and do nothing and think of nothing was very uncomfortable and let alone 
just relax. And not all of these things that we're going to share with you is going to resonate with everyone. Not all of them is going to be for everyone. Uh, But take what resonates and leave on the table what doesn't. This is all about experimenting and really being open to new things um, so that you're able to see what does align for you. And with that, I wanted to share a little bit about what our actual mission is um, so that it's a little bit more crystal clear on why we're sitting here today sharing this with you. We really wanted to share our journey and start conversations around tools, ideas, and topics that enhance the human experience and leads individuals towards living through their most authentic selves. Our mission also um, aligns so beautifully with both of our own businesses. We both each own our own businesses separately, and we both also have our own uh, nine-to-fives. Uh, you know, we're trying to do it all here. Um, And then we also come together in this space uh, to share what we've learned, what what journey we're on uh, currently, what journey we've been on, and uh, just share knowledge and start conversations. Yeah, our overall goal is just to help you see what else is out there. Um, And, you know, we each have our own businesses, like Jazzy says. Um, and Jazzy has actually taught me quite a bit, um, which has been great to have a mentor in this journey. But ultimately, uh, we want to just talk about what else is out there and make it not weird, make it not something that just seems so foreign and, and you know, bring some common language around it. So let's get into a little bit about ourselves. Um, Anna, tell us a little bit about your business. Yeah, Absolutely. So my business is uh, Dow Coaching. So um, ultimately, I created this because um, with everything going on in the world today, to me, the best place is to come back to connection within yourself and how to do that. So my mission is to enable connection to the wisdom inside of ourselves, Uh, you know, whether that's different tools, listening or learning, really, so we can live a life that is authentic to us, right? Instead of surface level. Um, So, you know, I am a Reiki practitioner. I do uh, inner child meditation and other various things, um, which we'll get into explain what that all means at some point later in a different episode. But uh, yeah, that's, that's Dow Coaching. And I feel like that truly speaks to, um, Anna's true human design. She is a projector. Um, And as we all know, if you guys know human design, projectors are here to be visionaries and guide us into um, our paths. And uh, with all of the modalities that Anna has learned and is teaching and is guiding others in, Um, I believe that she is truly aligned and, uh, has the passion and also has the true human design, uh, to be able to do that. And, uh, I'm excited to see what other modalities she picks up now on, uh, Crystal Luna. Crystal Luna was born, um, during a moon circle with my sister, um, we used to do these moon circles way back in the day, and we just recently brought them back uh, at the end of 2019, right before the pandemic. We had, um, she came in and moved in with us, and um, we started doing them, and I remember looking over at her and saying, it would be so cool to have a space where people could come and heal and um You know, I didn't really think of Reiki at the time. I didn't really think of all the the things that I have now. But what I really wanted in the space was a place where people could be heard, a place where people could be their most authentic self, find their most authentic self, a place where they could be seen. And um, I wanted to also bring along all the things that I was passionate about. So 
during that moon circle, I had planted a seed, but I didn't really know what I was going for. And every moon circle, I started doing it little by little, planning it out little by little until it was born. And uh, so today, my um, my actual mission is to enhance the human experience by introducing alternative sources of energy healing, divination, and healing instruments that are conducive to researching our high, highest higher selves. Um, but really, uh, what I had intended this place to be was a place for love to really overcome anything. Um, the reason why I had named it Crystal Luna was uh, the C standard for crystals, of course. Uh, I had I have been into crystals since I was twelve. I remember going to the Grand Canyon with my grandpa, and uh, I remember going into the store and just seeing all of these beautiful crystals and my parents uh were rock collectors as well they had amethysts all over the house and um uh court crystal quartz and all these other really beautiful crystals all over the home and you know when I went away to college and um left home I had forgotten about all those things and really these moon circles got me back to where whom I really am and that is I always um sing this song about how I am of this earth I am of the stars and how my my roots are always in um deep in mother earth and um it really kind of just reminds me of that. And so the C is really for crystals. The R is for Reiki. The Y is for yerba, which is herbs. And I love tea. And I love serving tea and talking about tea and using herbs um, to enhance certain properties and herbs to sage my house, um, my home, and... Um, so that's what the Y is for. The S is for sound baths. I love using my sound bowls and my tuning forks and all of these other tools to produce sounds in my space. Um, and so, and I love music and I love singing. I'm not very good at singing, but I love singing. Um, T is for tarot. I love tarot. I also use Oracle. I use Oracle more than I do the tarot. Um, but I do use the tarot every single day. I use it to uh, just uh, see what the energy of the day looks like um, or what the lesson is for the day. At the end of the day, um, I've been using the tarot since I was in my early teens uh, something I didn't really share with anybody until just recently, but I've always used it. I never stopped using it. <laughs> um, and I've kind of come out of the tarot closet, if you will, um, probably just a year ago. Um, but I've been using it my entire life, more than half my life. And, um, the A is for astrology. And I've added so many other things to my toolbox, um, such as human design, core transformation, um, and I have all of these other tools that I am learning, such as light language and all these other wonderful things that are I am sharing today with my um, clients and uh, also putting in my arsenal. I also have several degrees in psychology. I had decided not to pursue a degree in clinical psychology because I felt like it really constricted me in the things that I really wanted to do and the way that I wanted to empower people. I wanted to empower people in 
the sense that I wanted to show them that they were not broken. They are not, they don't need to be healed in a certain way. Um, or at least in the way that society says. I do agree. I absolutely agree that therapy is an essential. Therapy is absolutely healing, absolutely something that I think everyone should go through. Um, However, it's not the end-all be-all. And I did not want to pigeonhole myself to that because when you do become a therapist, you do have to follow certain guidelines. You do have to be a mandated reporter, not to, you know, and you have to, you have to follow certain, certain rules. And not to say that I, I don't follow rules. It's just that I wanted to explore the spiritual realm. I wanted to explore things in a broader sense. Um, and I also did not want to pigeonhole myself, like I said before. And, um, and I have a team of people. I have a Reiki healer. I go to sound baths. I go to yoga. I go to, a therapist still, and not just one form of therapist. I have a hypnotherapist. I have a traditional therapist. <laughs> um, you know, you, you got to have a team of people, especially for someone like me who has um, a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, or used to have a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress. I also have a nine to five that I love very much. I love being in the corporate world. I love my job 100%. And you know, I love doing this too. Um, so, uh, balancing everything and wanting to do everything and having outlets and people to talk about and cleansing my energy and just really living, a holistic life in the way that I want to live it. What the things that I'm doing are not to say the things that everybody should be doing. It is whatever you think is right for you. And that is why we are here today to talk about the different things that are out there so that you can kind of piece together what works for you, what resonates with you, what is the most authentic thing for you, and then you can start to incorporate those things into your life. Now, let's talk about the Luna part of Crystal Luna. Luna, for me, um, is extremely um, special for me because I've always resonated with the moon. Um, I've always resonated with the sky in general. Um, and for me, Luna is the L stands for listening because it is the most profound act of human respect. Uh, the U stands for unity. Um, so powerful is the light of unity that it can illuminate the whole earth. The N stands for namaste. The light in me seats the light in you. Authenticity is the A. So authenticity is living a life that is true to who you are. And that is what Crystal Luna stands for. So my business is primarily Reiki and human design. And the way that I started off in Reiki was back in 2015, I had a coworker that had told me about his experience with Reiki. And I had already been in therapy for 20 years. And a month after he had told me about his experience, I had a complete meltdown um, to the point where I was throwing up. I could not handle any more stimulation that I already had in terms of sound or, you know, anybody asking me anything. Um, I was, um, I was not at home. I was away from home and and my husband had to come and pick me up. And at that point I said, I will try anything. And I remembered about Reiki. And so I made an appointment and that one hour on the table, what changed my life. It felt like a two hour massage. And 
all of the energy that did not belong to me, all of the energy that I was holding on to just melted away. It was absolutely fantastic. I recently was introduced to human design about two years ago, two and a half years ago, maybe, or two years ago, and um, recently got certified and am now doing those. And, you know, that's actually very joyful for me because people now have a framework for getting out of their heads and dropping into their bodies and, you know, have clients, you know, on the East Coast, on the other side of the world. And it's just been uh, an entirely amazing experience. So Anna, tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, why am I here? (laughs) Right? So um, I was, I sort of had a meltdown too, (laughs) in a way. I, um, you know, when the pandemic hit, it um, was, I think, pretty rough for me. I think it was pretty rough for everybody, right? But um, um, my husband, Alex, actually got COVID in the very beginning of March of 2020, when we really didn't know a lot about it. And even though, you know, we're young and healthy, there was a lot of things that weren't known about it. So um, he was sick for like three weeks and I had to take him to the emergency room a couple times. Um, so I got real stressed about a lot of things. And so I started questioning stuff. Um, probably, probably, um, I would say like, two years prior to that, I had had a lot of health issues and I had, um, been using a lot of different vitamins and herbs for healing. And I switched, um, to be fully vegan. And, um, I did that for a variety of reasons. Um, so I was kind of used to questioning the systems that were, that were put in place. Right. So, um, I just started to feel like there was something that was missing and something that wasn't healed. And um, so I happened to just reach out to uh, do a virtual Reiki with someone uh, online, completely online over the phone. And we actually did um, an inner child healing and Reiki. And I had never experienced it before, but wow, that was, it was so powerful it was, it was very cool. Um, I was able to like go into a memory that I hadn't dealt with and complete a fight or flight response. And then also to have, um, the Reiki energy really, um, really feel it, feel it within myself, you know, almost like I felt my soul for the first time. And so since then, um, it has been just, I cannot get enough of this stuff. So I'm just constantly learning and, um, getting more and more interested in, things like past lives and what does that mean and um it's just been such a cool journey to have and it's really funny to see the synchronicities that happen um because um my father-in-law actually um one of the one of my favorite books uh called journey of souls he actually had my husband read when he was like a teenager Um, so it's just funny that that became one of my favorite books from this whole experience. So a couple of things, um, about synchronicity and a couple of things that you just mentioned, uh, about past lives and so on and so forth. Uh, so a a few months back, right when we were starting our journey together, we, I had mentioned that I booked uh, past life regression with Linda, uh, whom I had by chance heard of her on this show my sister was watching. I was in the kitchen and she was watching the show. I never watch anything mainstream. And so I'm like listening to Linda give this past life regression to this man on this live reality show on Bling Empire. And I'm like, this is really interesting. And I'm I'm looking her up on the internet and uh, see that she had been trained by Michael Newton. And uh, she is this this really 
well-versed, experienced past regression specialist. Of course, I had to wait a few months because she was really booked up because of the show. Um, But I'm telling Anna about it. And Anna's like, oh, my God, I just had a session with her. (laughs) Uh, So that was really uh, kind of uh, very – talk about synchronicity, right? Um, And that is actually how I came to read Journey of Souls as well um, because she had actually um, recommended it in, uh, in our session, in one of our sessions. Uh, very, very awesome book. We have, we have, uh, seen a lot of stuff and researched a lot of stuff and that's why we're, we want to share it with you. Yeah. And we want to hear from you guys as well. And we want to open this up, uh, as a discussion. Anna, so, um, we talked a little bit about Reiki and, you know, um, inner child work, what would you say is are the top three modalities that have empowered you the most? Yeah, I would say the ones you just mentioned are more for, you know, like healing, but empowering to me is, um, I view that as like more of like a power up. And um, I would say, I mean, there's, there's a lot that's been helping. And I, and I like that we talk about more than just one, because I think a lot of people get, oh, journaling's the only thing or meditation's the only thing. And um, I definitely think we're, we're, you know, a system that can use a variety of things that help us. Um, but I would say there's a couple things. Um, morning routines have really helped me a lot, <laughs> which is funny to say, but um really having that consistency and making sure that I take time for what feels good for me and is important to me um, first thing in the morning. Um, So I just like having a really good morning routine, regardless of whether it's Monday through Friday or Saturday and Sunday, Um, which I think helps because for me, I also work nine to five. So having that time for myself in the morning um, to kind of center myself for the day, regardless of what day it is, you know, it helps me to have a good day. And it allows us to set us up for um, success. Uh, you know, I used to be someone that would immediately wake up and look at my email, look at my Slack, um, look at my social media, and it was just a day of anxiety. Um, having a really, really good morning routine that allows you to set yourself up for a great day. Um, it is life changing. Exactly. And I think f- ever since I started working after college, that was me is I would immediately wake up, feel anxiety about getting to work on time, feel anxiety about getting ready. And I would just rush out my door probably for for like five years, six years, I did that until I was like, until the pandemic really forced me to slow down and to say, okay, I'm going to take a moment to just appreciate the day, wake up with the day, take care of my body. Um, so that would be it. And then that kind of goes along with the second one that probably empowers me the most, which is um, tuning into my body, feeling what it feels like. Um, I think I was kind of dissociating for a long time and just pushing myself. Um, But to really take the time to um, see how I'm feeling, check in with myself, rest when I need to rest, um, just listening to my body because it's a, it's, it's, you know, it houses my soul and it has, you know, it has things that I need to take care of. You know, it's not like I'm, it's like you wouldn't just run your car to the ground or maybe you would, but uh, (laughs) You wouldn't just let it go out of gas, right? Yes. Yes. So I think I had like four flat tires. I think I had no gas, no oil. Probably the air conditioning was broken. So being able to take the time to to check in with my body. It truly is one of the best ways to develop your intuition and also foresee what your body is trying to tell you about certain situations or your health or, you know, certain decisions. Um, You know, for me back in college, I mean, I've always been 
one to go deep into my body and feel it out. I've been practicing this since probably before puberty because I don't know, I've just always kind of played around with dropping in from my head into my body and kind of feeling it out. Um, just something intuitively that I've done my entire life. And um, yeah, so uh, in, I remember in college, I was I was, I mean, it'd be, I'd be damned if I was going to do another semester of college. And my very last semester, I went to my counselor and I said, look, I have 19 more units. I need, I need this. And I got special permission from like three different people at the university and I was able to do it. And I remember just, I was a manager at uh, the the company I was at at, in, at the time. And I remember being the most stressed out I had ever been in my entire life. Because not only was I carrying 19 units, but I was also managing a full team. I, I had extracurriculars and I had just started dating Brandon. It was a crazy year, but it was an amazing year as well. And I definitely used that method of dropping into my body and feeling it out. I knew exactly what I needed to do. Um, I knew exactly how I needed to take care of myself. I knew exactly what was going to come in terms of, you know, was I going to get sick? Am I going to get a headache? You know, do I need to drink water? Um, You know, was this the right decision for me? Um, What is next? I remember my manager saying, I looked at absolutely everything everything you did, you know, in the last year, because I knew how, what your load looked like at work and outside of work. (laughs) And, you know, I got an outstanding that year. And that was one of the modalities that really allowed me to um, win (laughs) for the year. So what was your last modality uh, that empowered you, Anna? I would definitely say is you know, I don't know if I'm saying this correctly, but the power of my word. So how I speak about myself, about others, about everything. Um, I didn't realize until I started to really become self-aware and notice how I was speaking that what I was saying, I didn't, I just picked up from different people along the way, whether it was, you know, my family or work or whatever it may be, the, the environment that I was surrounded in. And to really say, um, I'm going to speak well about myself. I'm going to not say anything negative. And, and I know that sounds fairly simple, but to me, it was just becoming aware of how I speak about everything. And um, not that it was, you know, that toxic positivity or fake positivity, but more of like, no, I love my body. I, I enjoy being here or, you know, I enjoy the day or, you know, whatever it may be, but just really using my word um, as a way to, to, to live how I want to live. So what are some modalities for you, Jazzy, that have empowered you? Yeah. So um, like I mentioned earlier, I have several degrees in psychology. I have a master's in psychology. I have a bachelor's in psychology. I also have an associate's in behavioral science. And um, I originally wanted to be a clinical psychologist. Uh, (laughs) And I, uh, after several years on a helpline, I decided that that was not for me. And I also decided that it was very restricting and uh, it just pigeon held me in ways that I felt like I could empower people um, in different ways beyond um, clinical. Um, but I did take away a ton of information, a ton of um, modalities that has empowered my life and I continue to use in my own work, um, in my own healing. And, uh, the number one for me has been cognitive behavioral, um, therapy. 
it really allows you to identify problems more clearly and develop an awareness of automatic thoughts, um, just like you were able to identify, you know, those words of power. Um, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy really allows you to see what your patterns are in terms of your behavior and uh, change those patterns, change those behaviors. Um, it challenges you um, to really kind of see the assumptions that may be wrong and it also distinguishes between facts and irrational thoughts. Um, it allows you to stop fearing the worst. Um, it really puts things into perspective. It allows you to become more aware of your mood, your thoughts, your motivations, um, and your actions. Um, I think I feel like it was my favorite studying, um, during my master's program, they, they really put you through this rigorous, um, intensive, um, learning of all of these different types of therapy. And I always came back to that one because you always had to do all these papers, like eight to 10 pages of papers. Um, and that was the one that I always went back to because it was the one that I had adapted for my own self. And it's the one that I still use today. The second modality that I would say helped me a ton was breath work. Breath work is absolutely amazing for me um, in particular because I am someone that tends to hold my breath a lot and I do it without even thinking about it. When I am working, when I am thinking, when I am stressed, when I am anxious, when I am just off in la-la land, especially when I am in stress mode, just working away, answering things after, after one after another, um, you know, one message after another on Slack, I'm, I'm, I sometimes like am astounded at oh my God, I stopped breathing like a minute ago. <laughs> so uh, breathwork has really allowed me to identify that uh, along with CBD, CBT, um, cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, and with breathwork, it allows me to get a lot more oxygen into my brain. I am someone that has had migraines uh, since I was 15 and um, a lot of it has to do with my lack of oxygen going to my brain. So uh, with that, breathwork has doubled the oxygen and it has really changed uh, not just, um, you know, the chemistry in my brain, but also the way that I feel, the way that I have been able to release emotions, release things that are not for me anymore, the way that I've manifested things. Um, it really has changed my chemistry, my body, my life, my mind. Um, and I'm a lot more serene. Um, I would say my mood, my mood has improved a whole lot because of the breath work that I have um, adapted into my life. And lastly, I will say that um, divination has really empowered me throughout my entire life. Um, I, it's been on and off. I mean, I've always had it. Um, but recently, I've been doing it every day. It allows me to see the energy for the day. It allows me to really kind of look at what the lessons are. It allows me to to connect on a different level. You know, um, it might be hard for some people to see, you know, how can you tell, quote unquote, the future in just 78 cards, but it's not about 
looking at the future because the future is um, subjective because everybody has free will. Um, it's all about looking at the energies, looking at what the story is and um, really having this dialogue with um, the energies for that day. And your spirit guides, of course. So Anna, um, tell us, what are some of the modalities that uh, have helped you heal or has allowed you to heal? You know, Reiki has really, um, really, really, really helped me to just heal things um, or, you know, get things that were, you know, say they were negative 10% and now they're at, you know, 90%, uh, which to me is, is big deal. Um, yeah. Dealing with my anxiety for sure. I think I, I think I've struggled with anxiety a lot, um, without realizing I've had it basically since I was a kid, you know? Um, so being able to really do that, I think now after talking to you, I can definitely benefit from breath work. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that, Anna. Um, A lot like you, for me, what's been most healing has been um, Reiki. Uh, Reiki for me has been absolutely life-changing since 2015. And, um, you know, going to my Reiki master and getting Reiki almost every single month now has been, um, really just not just energy cleansing, but has also allowed me to work from the inside out with my energy, um, alongside with my therapist and my hypnotherapist and doing core transformation, which is also my second modality of, um, the healing modalities that have helped me the most core transformation really allows you to get to your core state um, at any given moment, uh, the first time I ever had experienced that was absolutely phenomenal. It was like going from, you know, anger and sadness to absolute joy and love in a matter of like two hours. It was absolutely um, transformational to say the least. And, uh, it's, I truly believe it is something that I feel like every therapist should learn, uh, (laughs) because, um, I've been going to therapy for over 25 years now and not a single one of them has ever introduced that modality. And, my hypnotherapist did it and um, I called her one day over the summer in 2021 and I told her that, you know, I have just been feeling really angry lately and we went from anger to joy in literally two hours. I mean, I cried a ton and, you know, the rest of the weekend was pretty lethargic and pretty amazing because I felt like such a lift a weight was lifted. Um, but I am here to tell you all that it is absolutely possible. And, um, seeing somebody that can introduce you to these things and listening to our podcast, uh, to introduce you to some of these modalities, uh, so you can, you know, have something to go out and research more on. Um, Anna offers, you know, something similar to this, um, I offer core transformation. I offer Reiki and I also offer offers Reiki. There are other Reiki practitioners out there near you as well. Um, that can also, um, share this, uh, wonder, these wonderful things with you. Uh, there is so much more out there for you guys. I, I promise you. So, uh, reach out to us, let us know what you guys think. Um, and the third one for me would be and this one's a recent one because I'm also learning it. I'm actually, I've actually just recently started practicing it on some clients um, is light language. And we'll go more into what what light language is, but light language is also 
a form of energetic healing. Um, it's something very specific uh, to where I come from, and I'm looking forward to sharing more. I know we went longer than what we expected to today, but uh, this really was, we really wanted to paint you guys a picture of where we come from, why we are here, and um, also share information. Um, so we also wanted to close this out by sharing about some books. Anna, what would you say are your top three books that you would recommend to listeners today? Gosh. You know, it's, it's funny as you would think I'm a manifesting generator because I'm in the middle of 10 books right now. <laughs> I really should focus on one, uh, but I have two that have just been really powerful for me uh, recently. Um, from a soul perspective, Journey of Souls uh, by Mike Newton was absolutely game changing. Um, I have read many books about past lives, uh, about hypnotherapy. Uh, this one was great because, um, you know, Mike, I believe if I'm remembering correctly, accidentally kind of found this, um, and really would take people into, um, what they were in between past lives. So quote unquote heaven. Um, so having that was really, really beautiful. Um, I could almost just see it as he was reading it. And that to me was, was amazing. I guess the second one would be Atomic Habits because, yeah, it really, to me, it was like, a, you know, I was, I was a person who probably until like my mid twenties, I was really good about just like basically getting it done. Um, and then I kind of just, my body was falling apart. Um, and so rebuilding that and then how do I build, uh, you know, effective habits that I want to have and, um, he just is it's like habit hacking um and it's really great and you know so I I just love what he has like I have a habit tracker that I I mark off and it just feels good amazing thank you for sharing Anna for me my three books would be um The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks um I feel like we talk about the secret, we talk about manifestation and all the successes that we might get through manifestation or that we do get through manifestation. And there are so many studies about uh, people that self-sabotage, you know, so many studies about people that win the lottery and then go into debt even further than where they started. So many studies, I mean, you even see it like in Hollywood or people that get really big successes and then you see them in the news or um, whatever the case may be, right? And he really goes in deep about self-sabotage and why we do it and how we can move past that. It's an amazing book. I highly recommend the second book that I recommend is The Call to Intuition. And that book kind of breaks down the science behind um, really getting to know your intuition. There are these easy six steps that you can take designed to help you easily and effectively live from an empowered state of self-awareness. It is a life-changing book. And then the last book that I would recommend is um, The Gift of Therapy by Irving Yalom. And that book is absolutely amazing. It is written by an existentialist. Um, he's a therapist. And it is... Um, very it's it's a remarkable book because it doesn't just go into the nitty-gritty of what the benefits of therapy therapy is but it really does give you several examples of what a breakthrough looks like and it gives you wisdom that no other book has ever been able to break down the way that Yalom does. 
And with that, I want to say thank you, everyone, for listening in on our first episode. We are so excited to be on this journey with you. I want to say that, um, you know, everything that we are talking about here today and in the future, it is everything that we've experienced, everything that we have read about or are teaching or are learning about. We only know what we know. So if you disagree or know something else or know something better, please let us know. Comment in the in the comments below. Um, reach out to us via email. Look us up on our website or on our, or on our Instagram, Beyond Meditation Podcast. Let us know. We would love to have a discussion with you guys. Um, we only know what we know and um, this is what it's all about. This is about us having a journey with you guys. It's not about us telling you guys what is. It is telling you guys what we know so far because our knowledge is ever evolving, ever um, changing. And so, um, you know, we want to leave you guys with a little bit of homework to think about um, because I, I think we, Jazzy and I both listen to a lot of podcasts and I would love to have at the end of the podcast, you know, maybe an action item. Maybe that's a little bit of the project manager in me coming out, but think about what is your own personal why, um, you know, Jazzy and I shared about our why, um, for our businesses and for this podcast, but it's always good to think about what keeps you centered in life. You know, um, I actually learned about this from a boss a couple of years ago and she shared her personal why. Um, and, uh, she's just all about learning, all about connection and curiosity. So it's good to think about, you know, are you a builder? Are you a learner? You know, why do you want to do what you want to do? Um, so just something to think about, just, you know, uh, think about it. Um, maybe try to just answer the question and it'll come to you. And we would love to hear from you on what you guys come up with. Drop a comment down below or look us up on Instagram beyond meditation podcast. Take care.